This is 5-Minute Friday, Diets. Welcome back to the Super Day Science Podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Super excited to have you back here on the show. We're continuing our New Zealand trip and our New Zealand series of episodes. I'm here with Vitali and Adlan. So if, for those who don't know, Adlan is my business partner and co-course creator. And Vitali is my mentor, Vitali Dolgov, uh, management consulting for mining. So, and today we decided to talk about diets. So Vitali, what triggered this conversation? I guess uh, the reason for me not eating today was a self-inflicted diet. And we decided to dedicate today's topic to this. What we want to do today is we're going to share our practices and the theory behind them uh, from each one of us. And uh, you guys decide if you want to do more research on this topic and um, develop your own routines. So Kirill, what do you usually do? What do you what kind of diet do you usually follow? Um, just before I answer the question, just to preface this, none of this is medical advice. We're not medical professionals. So consult with your own practitioners and see what's right for you. This is just our opinions and our own you know, life choices. Uh, what diet I usually follow? Um, mostly plant-based. Sometimes I eat fish, uh, sometimes cheese. Uh, and then every, every day, almost every day, I don't eat breakfast. So I only eat two meals per day, lunch and dinner. And then every Monday, or almost every Monday. I think this year I've uh, only skipped twice, but overall every Monday I don't eat at all. So I have a whole fasting day. Um, and uh, yeah, like that's been influenced by certain friends, certain um, um, people I've met, podcasts I've listened to, books I've read and things like that. But I was very surprised to see that you weren't eating today as well. What, why do you like all of a sudden, How? what, what, what diet do you follow then? <laughs> Um, just in general, before again I jump in answering your question, in general I tend to eat more mostly vegetables. I'm okay eating meat and fish, but I try to do it in, in moderation or minimize it, I would even say. Um, but once in a while, uh, probably once uh, a fortnight, I do a meal-free uh, day where I don't eat at all. I'll just be drinking tea, primarily green or coffee uh, and uh, water of course um, and the reason for that is uh, to get into some sort of early stages of ketosis um, I listened to Dr. Rhonda Patrick podcast um, and if you google this name uh, you would probably find a number of YouTube videos on this topic and you can understand what I'm talking about but yeah the, Dr. Rhonda Patrick suggested that um, not eating for a prolonged period of time and i think it's 16 or 18 hours plus will get your body uh, into generating ketones uh, that are supposedly uh, good for you uh, we had just a few minutes ago a, a debate with a medical with a practitioner uh was she a uh, physical practitioner Physi physiotherapist like on this topic and my frame of belief has been shaken a little bit i need to do more research and study more so don't quote me on anything here uh, but my original idea was to get into some sort of ketosis, get those ketones to do their healthy ways in my body to address some of the unhealthy cells in my body, hopefully the ones that could potentially turn into cancer, and yeah, therefore become healthier. So that one day a fortnight is kind, kind of like a deloading of the organism and provoking my immune system to fight something useless or harmful to my body mm -hmm. so that's probably my main kind of like way of diet 
And during the week, I actually tend not to eat uh, a lot of sweets. Um, actually, on this trip, it was probably more of an exception because um, we had like random meals here and there. But generally, I don't eat sweet and starchy stuff like rice, bread, uh, potatoes, and all the chocolates and fruit will be minimized almost to zero during the week. And only one day a week, like on every Saturday, I smash on, like I, I eat whatever I want in, in any quantity I want following Tim Ferriss's uh, fat-a-day concept. Um, and the reason I do that is because apparently uh, there are two main reasons. First, it helps you sustain a habit of not eating uh, unhealthy stuff on all other days. So if you have a cheat day, you'll be looking forward to it and you are likely to sustain a good habit. The second reason is people tend to, according to, again, Tim Ferriss's research in, the, in a book, uh, For Our Body, people who have a cheat day tend to lose weight faster than those that consistently do the diet like throughout the whole week. So yeah, these are my two things. Um, why, why is that? Why do they tend to lose weight faster? Uh, I probably will misquote Tim Ferriss if I attempt to do so. I tend to remember a takeaway for myself, a practical thing I need to do, yeah. um, if the logic <laughs> seemed reasonable to me. But I don't retain all the logic. I just know where to find it if I need to. And that's for our body book so we might kind of like do the link there like yeah. uh, the end of the podcast and refer to a specific thing but yeah that's me these are the two things i do mm. fast water tea coffee uh, for the full day once a fortnight and reduce all the starch and sugary carbohydrates f essentially for the rest of other days and um, have one cheat day on saturday mm. what about you kirill what are the things that you do that are not just generic? Like in terms of you said that you are mainly like vegan or pescatarian, like a, a symbiosis of that. What do you do to cleanse your body or what kind of fasts have you tried? Well, the, the fasting already mentioned. Another extra probably peculiar thing I do is I uh, drink apple cider vinegar in the evening and in the morning. Um, and that's also based on a few people I... Um, I heard a podcast. I, there's a book about it. There's a, one of my dad's friends did it for a while. Um, so yeah, like, what's the logic behind it? Like, why do you do it? Uh, what are the, does it help you feel better? Is it a prevention mechanism? Uh, what does it do to you? Um, there, so the research around apple cider vinegar is quite, um, like limited. And one thing that, I believe I've read somewhere is it acts like lemon. So if you, if you eat an orange, then it will create an acidic environment in your body because of the sugar that it contains. But if you, uh, have some lemon water, like how, you know how they recommend to have a glass of, uh, lemon, like hot water with lemon in the morning. <laughs> they do like, and by they doctors who are not dentists, <laughs> dentists hide that advice because that creates acidic environment for your teeth yeah. that destroy them. But the, the thing about lemon is that once you, drink that uh, warm lemon water in the morning it gets in your stomach and the way it breaks down is even though lemon is acidic on its own once it's broken down it actually becomes alkaline so it creates an alkaline environment so it create increases alkalinity in your body and that way uh and cancer thrives in in acid environments acidic environments and uh so ph below seven whereas uh in alkaline it doesn't you know thrive or dies and if in fact if you take like a baby when it's born it's uh it's more alkaline than it's acidic so it, its ph is above seven and that's why you know they recommend alkaline water like i have a 
water bottle with an alkaline filter i don't remember the name right now i can we can link it in the show notes as well um so basically uh, it, it increases your the alkalinity of your body and that's that's good for you so that's how the water lemon water works in the morning that's why they recommend doing it uh, because when we're born we're more alkaline and then we eat a lot of meat we you know eat a lot of acidic food meat is acidic and that's why our one of the reasons why our acidity goes up and so i as far as i know the apple cider vinegar acts in a similar fashion but also has some other benefits you know like increasing the immune system and so on i find i like for me the main tricks are sleep enough like at least seven hours a day preferably eight and drink a lot of water you've seen me like i drink at least three liters of water per day and that helps you know like so the, the apple cider vinegar uh, I think it helps again do your research but I'm sure that the water helps like drinking at least three liters per day uh, really helps me avoid getting sick and things like that what about your uh, fasting at Bali uh, you talked the other day uh, I found that peculiar yeah I, I've mentioned this on the podcast as well like so for two years now I've been doing a 10 day fast in Bali do it around April March uh, March no April April May um, and so there's this uh, company called natural instinct healing nih natural healing.com um i've talked to them i think they created a coupon code you can just use coupon code kirill like i get no benefits out, out of it whatsoever but I, they'll give you a 10 or 20 percent discount if you decide to ever sign up uh or just call them and talk to pat and he tell him that you know you come from the super Day science podcast or into discount but basically it's a 10 day supervised fast where you is most it's like a juice fast but very diluted juices of watermelon and celery and things like that apple so that you maintain your vitamins but it's really cool you fast for 10 days you eat nothing and as you said your ketones go up especially after day three you don't feel hungry anymore and uh again that is supposed supposed to kill cancer cells it's interesting because the doctor we talked to today she was like well that that uh, ketones are acidic i i don't know if the maybe they are acidic but i've actually heard research and studies that what is that um diet the fa- fast mimicking diet fmm fmmd fa- or fmd fa- fasting mimicking diet tim ferris talks about it as well with uh kevin rose kevin rose is doing it uh it's mimicking because they get like these soups that keep your calorie intake under like 60 calories per day meaning that you your body still is fasting ketones still produced but you don't feel as hungry basically bottom line is that fasting is actually prescribed to cancer patients and it is uh, or intermittent fasting on and off like well a day off day on two days off two days on three days off three days on um it's prescribed to cancer patients it's known to reduce uh cancer like uh, and in- increase in combined with chemotherapy it really helps like there's been studies to show that it really helps so i'm not sure what like that argument that she was suggesting today that you know ketones are bad for you because they're acidic they increase cancer uh potential for cancer actually as far as i know they destroy cancer cells because that's the ones that your body targets in the first place yeah that definitely is above my uh, pay grade and above my level of uh, competency like this discussion i tend to use a simple set of rules that um seem logical to me um and it's easier to apply i usually think about a diet uh, any type of diet as a reference to our ancestors the cavemen when they had both fast and famine when they were doing hunting during that hunting periods for sometimes a day or two they would be generally deprived of food and then by hunting an animal and bring it back they would have a feast um, together with their family so 
our bodies, I tend to think, are designed uh, for that type of life and for that time of procurement of um, nutrients. All the supermarkets and availability of an abundance of food next to us is not uh, what they were designed for. And I don't believe, and that's believe underscored, that our bodies evolved uh, enough uh, to quickly process that abundance of food. I think uh, our bodies and DNA is still catching up mm. with that. So that is my kind of like simple thinking. Same way on the plant food or kind of like not eating any processed like refined sugars or bread in all the unhealthy foods. I usually apply a simple rule. I think uh, I forgot the name of the author, but um, again, I'll share it with Kirill later. But the simple rule, eat as little as uh, necessary like mainly vegetables and something that your grandma would potentially uh, recommend you to eat or would uh, allow you to eat. So whenever there is like like fried potatoes like or some sort of intricate dessert uh, that I know my grandma <laughs> wouldn't give it to me, wouldn't uh, cook it for me uh, and wouldn't allow me to eat, uh, that's for me a general rule of, okay, I'll skip it. Uh, I won't do it. So simple set of rules usually is easy to, to abide by. Uh, a lot of science and research, I think, goes into them, but by no means an expert. Um, what are your thoughts? Uh, I was very interested in your comments about like fruit and uh, starchy food. I'll I'll get you a book called The Starch Solution by uh, I think is John Doctor John McDougall or basically the surname McDougall, very famous doctor in America, and uh, he basically says starch is the answer to all these questions. Like potatoes, are great for you rice barley any wheat everything's fantastic for you you just need to cut out you need to go plant-based and also do a lot of a lot of starch like uh, he makes a reference that uh, gladiators wouldn't ever eat meat they were actually called barley men back in rome because mm -hmm. they would only eat barley uh, alexander the great's army wouldn't go into battle if they were given meat the day before because they wanted to be like a light and so on but um basically he says starch is great for you and potatoes contain a lot of cool things but you know that's a that's I think that's um that's all intricacies. The the probably the mo um, the key takeaway and something I love that you mentioned is that indeed you like the abundance of food that's around us. That's abundance of anything that we live in. We live in a world of abundance is actually doing us a disservice. Like abundance of social media around us, terrible, right? Abundance of news, terrible. Abundance of opinions, terrible. Abundance of technology, terrible. Same thing. Abundance of food is actually doing us a huge disservice. And that's why, you know, you need the willpower, determination and uh, routines, habits to uh, put yourself, to deprive yourself of that abundance. And um, like, I want to reference a study that I found out about recently. This was on uh, on a podcast. Uh, which one was this? This was uh, London Real uh, with, uh, I forgot the doctor's name, but with a doctor. And they, like, they found, or, or, yeah, it was on London Real and was one of the two podcasts I listened to about this, on this topic. But basically, that they did is they took a group of mice or rats. I think it was rats or mice. I forgot. No, mice. And so one group, they just fed them every day, like 100% of their food uh, daily intake. Uh, another, the other second group, they would allow them eat. They would uh, get them to intermittently fast. So they would allow them to eat only on every second day. So, But they would allow them to eat as much as they want. So the, how much they, they ate about 190% of the daily intake on every second day. So pretty much almost the same amount as the other rats. But amount of mice but they were only eating every second day and those the second group of mice lived 30 percent longer 
So, you know, like fasting like that, like depriving yourself of that abundance puts your body into the state of like actually like depriving yourself of access to food, puts your body into a state, state of like stress, but not, not that much stress that will hurt you or harm you or kill you, but enough stress that will get your body like acting like as it was in the caveman time, right? When it's like, okay, now I got to give fine food and I got to activate my systems. I got to use my resources. I got to, you know, kill all those cancer cells and things like that. And uh, different people have different level. So for some people, like it's like could be an hour. For some people, it could be like days. Of course, so of course. But if, but if you're like walking yeah. around, stopping by any McDonald's and picking up chips whenever you feel like it and all that, when you don't have a habit routine, like some of the most successful and inspiring people I know, like uh, ranging from I don't know, Dr. Peter Atia, who's uh, Tim Ferriss's doctor, to um, uh, what's his name, the Iceman, Wim Hof. They eat once per day. Like around 6 p.m., they have a big meal, the end. Yeah, and the rest of the day, they're hungry. So they're intermittent fasting like every day for 20 hours, hmm. 20, 22 hours. Um, so again, as you said, it's different for everyone. Speaking of everyone, Adlan, I think, woke up. <laughs> Adlan was having a nap on the grass. Adlan, what have you got? Uh, what comments do you have on diets? All right, so we just talked about fruits. And um, fruits is actually made the main part of my diet because I eat a lot of fruits. At my place, they're like... Uh, Tons of oranges, mangoes, grapes, uh, mango juice, orange, well, uh, apples, all the fruits. So yeah, uh, first of all, I, uh, I eat a lot of fruits. Second of all, I'm 80% plant-based, which means that 20%, uh, uh, well, I can eat anything, including meat, and that I usually do on holidays or during this trip in uh, New Zealand. And um, I, I don't fast, but... Um, you know, I hear more and more that it's a uh, good practice. So I would like to do my research and consider it. So um, I think uh, soon I'm, I might be fasting at least, uh, you know, uh, once per week just to try and see how I feel because it, it also depends on how you feel. You know, you're, you're not doing it uh, because uh, someone else says it's good. You're doing it because it makes you feel good. Uh, so I think that's important. But um, the most important rule that I have, I think, after all, is uh, to have balance. Right. Uh, it's uh, to have a, a balanced uh, diet uh, with, uh, as I said, fruits, vegetables, uh, plant based food um, and, uh, you know, anything that is not uh, junk food. And even I sometimes take uh, junk food like uh, once per month just because, uh, you know, it's not it's not too much. And uh, and uh, yeah, I, I, I enjoy it. So uh, I don't have a v two very strict rules, uh, but um I have a very balanced diet and uh, I, I consider myself very healthy. And so that junk food is like Vitaly's cheat day, you know, once a month. Uh, exactly. A lot. exactly. Junk food is a pizza. Last night we had a pizza. Vegan pizza. Vegan pizza. So it was not exactly junk food. But uh, yeah, so um, uh, I don't have any um, like uh, obsessions about food. I just uh, maintain a balanced diet yeah. plus uh, some sport and this makes me very healthy. Awesome. I wanted to ask you about like what we talked about earlier today. You said uh, you weigh now what, like seventy two, right? Yeah. And and it was so funny. Like you're taller than me. I thought yeah. I thought you were like a centimeter tall. You're like ten centimeters taller than me. And you are seventy two too. Yeah, and I weigh seventy two as well. So you know, according to the BMI index, if my BMI index is good, then you should weigh a bit more. Yeah. But you mentioned that like your diet is very different to what it was back when you were at college, when you 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 were doing a lot of. Uh, bodybuilding, right? Yeah. So back in okay. So today, uh, I'm uh, I weigh seventy two kilos, and back in the days and at uni, how, I how tall are you? 
I'm uh, 189. 189 centimeters. So that's about six foot two. two. Six foot two. I'm six foot two, 189 centimeters. So, uh, and uh, back in college, I was the same, I had the same height. However, I weighed 90 kilos wow. <laughs> because I was doing a lot of uh, bodybuilding and I ate so much. I ate one kilogram of uh, cottage cheese per day, six eggs in the morning, uh, tons of pasta. I remember uh, I, I could eat uh, 500 grams of pasta at dinner. <laughs> it was crazy. So uh, is that cooked uh, after it's cooked, or the or before or from the packet, five hundred grams? Uh, after it's cooked. Uh -huh. uh. No, no, no. Yeah, from the packet. You're right. Yeah, from the packet. So, uh, so yeah, I was eating like crazy. I was uh, going to the gym every day, uh, and I weighed ninety kilos, but that was too much. That was not a good BMI, I guess. And um, I remember uh, my energy was not as good as today. Because today, uh, okay, I weighed 72, 73 kilos for uh, still 189 centimeters. And uh, I feel great. I feel very energized, uh, very productive at work. Uh, so, yeah, it's much better today, I would say. Fantastic. Okay. Well, I think we'll, uh, we'll wrap up on that one. Vitaly's telling me that our motorbikes are waiting. By the way, where are we today, guys? We are today at Nilford Sounds um, on the in the Southern Island um, on the southwest part of it. Uh -huh. A pretty no, unique place. North west, uh, Let's agree, we're in the west. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, uh, it's on the western side of the island, Southern Island, and it's a pretty unique place. You have mountains. You've got like beautiful water here. Um, just one of the best sceneries uh, like I've ever seen in my life. Uh, yeah, and with the fjords and the, uh, you can even see the ice caps. Absolutely, yeah. Reminds me actually of Patagonia a little bit. Like um, I've Argentina. never been. You've been? Yes, mm. uh, one of my favorite places like ever. Traveled with my wife there. Uh, the, back then it was uh, she was a girlfriend, yeah. and now my wife. Amazing place. Yeah. Fantastic. Okay. Okay, well, thanks a lot, guys. Uh, this, this was a five-minute <laughs> podcast. This is Friday. a 20-minute, five-minute Friday. But uh, again, those are all our opinions on diets and, uh, uh, you know, like habits and things like that. Do your research if, if anything of this sounds interesting. Uh, but I guess the main takeaway is paying attention to it is the first step. You know, being aware of what you eat, what you put in your body is, uh, is extremely important. Yeah. Create your own routine, uh, consult with the doctor doing it, uh, follow it and see how you feel. And if you maintain a balance like um, as a result or not. Oh, and, and don't forget the physical activities. Yeah, physical activity is super important, yeah. extremely. And there's a new movie I really want to watch. It's called uh, Game Changers. The recent the one we watched when we became plant-based is called... What the Health? What the Health and Forks Over Knives. Work the Hell, Forks Over Nice, Cowspiracy, those are great movies, but the recent one is called Game Changers, it's on Netflix, if you haven't seen it yet, watch it, because I haven't yet, but I'm going to watch it, it allegedly has got like, really high quality production, like, uh, Hollywood level, alright. I'm excited, I want to watch it now. <laughs> okay, thanks guys, thanks everybody, and uh, see you back on the podcast, until then, happy analyzing. Eat well. <laughs> <laughs>